welcome to the Taking Your Time podcast. In today's episode, we're going to get extremely tactical and talk about how to achieve Inbox Zero, an empty inbox, which is a concept first pioneered by Merlin Mann. Welcome to the Taking Your Time podcast. Hello, time hackers. Today, we're going to get tactical and practical with our inboxes. And there is a term for this. It's called Inbox Zero. And it was this idea that came about in the mid-2000s by this guy named Merlin Mann. And, and back in the mid-2000s, it was a problem, but it wasn't nearly as much of a problem as it is today. There's really no traffic cop when it comes to email. So there's no cost for spammers or marketers or anyone to really send as much email as they can to, to achieve their goals. There's really nothing you know, to pre prevent chain emails. There's some spam technology out there, but of course, spammers get more sophisticated. What we're going to do today is really talk about four different ways that you can tackle this problem of getting to inbox zero. And it's really about making sure that this becomes a daily practice. It's actually very reasonable to do. It seems really hard and you might need to do a little bit of what I call email bankruptcy. And I'll talk about that, but it is manageable. You have to set aside time every single day, but there's four things that you can do. We'll go over each of those four things here in the podcast today. Before we go into that, I think it's important to understand that the ability to have a high velocity with your email, and that means in and out, doesn't necessarily correlate to greater productivity. In fact, Slack did some research and it showed that 53% of what they call hyperconnectors, that are those that are receiving 50 to 100 emails a day, they find access to information challenging. But here's the crazy part. They find it challenging at a 10% higher rate than moderate email users. That means they get more email than their counterparts, but they find it more difficult to get information. This correlation is not always causation, but I think there is some logic here in that getting more email doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to make it easier for you to get access to the communication that you want. It may not even be an email. You may need to find some other channel to get that piece of information you're looking for, whether that's you know, at work, whether that's at home and you need certain things from you know, getting your shipping notifications or getting emails from your family. The more email that you get and the bigger your inbox becomes, the harder it's gonna to be to manage and to, to find the things that you really want. So the easiest way to really make sure that you're honing in on those few key pieces of information that you really want is to ensure that you're getting to inbox zero every day. And I'm not, I don't wanna set an unreasonable expectation here. I'm not saying that I'm gonna give you these tips and today you're gonna to be able to get to inbox zero. Maybe you can, you're probably gonna to have to set aside a couple hours if you've let it build up. But if you are consistent with these practices, you know, in maybe a couple weeks of continuing to bring that email inbox down consistently, you'll be able to get there. I've done it a few times and I've fallen off the uh, the bandwagon for sure and, and had to work my way up to it. But yeah, it takes about a couple weeks or, you know, a really focused weekend and you can get 
to inbox zero. The first one of these steps to getting to inbox zero is to understand that every time you touch your email, you really need to be triaging it. If you end up reading the same email more than once, you're wasting your time because you've consumed the information and you've taken no action and you're going to end up, you, you can't rememorize every single email word for word. So you're going to end up going back to that same email, reading it again, and then taking no action again. So a lot of people end up treating their inbox as a to-do list. It is absolutely not a to-do list. So it's really important that we quickly figure out what it is that we want to do with that email. And sometimes we won't know, and I'll tell you what to do there. But, you know, you get the email. The first instinct is, if you don't think that there's anything to do, just delete the email. If you're like, maybe there's something to do here. No, don't even let yourself, don't be an email hoarder, right? If you can delete the email, go ahead and delete the email. That is the safest, best thing to do because it's going to be a slippery slope and you're going to set yourself up for a pattern where you're going to allow yourself to keep emails that you don't necessarily know you need them. The second thing you might do is maybe it's a quick reply. That's okay. So if, if it's worth replying, then go ahead and, and reply to the email, forward the email, whatever you need to do with it. If you need to, you know, essentially pass or take action with another email. I will caution you though, is not to do that too often because when you reply to an email, the other person may reply back and it's going to create more email for you in the future. So be kind to your future self if you can delete it. And if you need to respond, then go ahead and respond. And then of course, if you need to do something, but you can't do it right away, then you need to move it somewhere else. And it can't be in your inbox. And I actually do not recommend that it is even in another folder in your inbox. You need a system, you need a to-do list somewhere. So there are a lot of different apps that you can use. You know, Google has uh, Google Tasks, Apple on your iPhone. It's It has a reminders system. So there are a lot of free uh, to-do lists. There's things, if you don't mind going into more paid software. Evernote has its own task management. Those are all good tools. They're all perfectly valid. So when you are touching an email, you really need to commit to triaging it. That is rule number one, and you will never, ever get to inbox zero unless you can execute on that rule. The second thing that can really help is by using what's called automated rules. And some of you may have heard of them. Some of you maybe have tried to set one up but haven't had much success. What I found is that simplest is the best. If you are getting a lot of email from the same person and it isn't necessarily urgent, but you may need to, you know, archive it for a, a specific purpose. An example might be that you get shipping notifications and you want to keep track of those shipping codes, but you don't want to have it sitting in your inbox. What you can do is you can create a rule that is from that specific email box. So if it's from Amazon, you make the rule trigger off of from Amazon. And you can also additionally match on the subject line. So you can say when the email is from Amazon and the subject line is something like shipping and you can tell, right? You'll just, you'll have a bunch of these emails, then move it into this shipping folder that you have. And that just skips the inbox and you don't even have to think about it. And if you need to know the tracking number, you just go to that folder. Now, everyone is different. So everyone's going to have different rules. But 
the key here is using the sender is a great as a great simple way of handling that a sender maybe a keyword and then putting it into a specific folder that's how i would do it and with those rules you can get very complex but i find that simplicity is really the key especially when you get too fancy with the rules and things start disappearing and you don't know why so when you have those simpler rules it's easier to keep track of them now wouldn't have more than you know, five rules to start with. And then when you get really comfortable, you can expand to more. But I'd really keep it uh, about there once you figure out those emails that, again, aren't urgent. You want to save it in, in some place other than your inbox. That's the exception I have to, to having another folder in your inbox. The third rule is really trying your best to have only high quality emails sent out. Here's what I mean by high quality. It's, it's not a fragmented sentence, right? You're going to use whole sentences, full sentences. You're going to make sure that the right recipients are on that email. Now, what does that mean? It means it may not only be the person that you're replying to, but it also means not too many more, which means you really need to think about this, right? Because if you send an email and you don't copy another person who really needs to know, that can end up creating a whole other communication issue or problem for you when you could have notified that, you know, carbon copy that other person out of the gate. However, if you carbon copy too many people, it's obviously an even worse problem. You're contributing to their inbox issues. And then at the same time, you're creating this little risk that every additional person that you add to that email is a risk that they're going to reply to this email that you're sending out. High quality emails, full sentences. I like to even bullet point if I can, right? And, and have one or two paragraphs to explain what information it is that I'm trying to communicate. Sometimes I'll change the subject line, but if it's, you know, if it's threaded, I'll obviously keep it threaded. But sometimes, you know, changing the subject line can bring a little bit more clarity to the email. And yeah, that takes a little bit more time. And you're going to say, well, Jacques, I, I really don't think sending a high quality email every time is going to be the most efficient way to approach this. But in reality, yes, it is, because it's going to make it painful for you. The more emails that you send out, you are not only contributing to the problem of other people's inbox zero, but you're creating the the more opportunities for other people to respond and contribute to your inbox zero problem in the future. By making emails painful, it really prioritizes you to respond to the most important emails that are sitting in your inbox. Now, if there's time sensitivity, obviously respond to those first. There may be some sort of a limit as to how much effort you can put into those uh, kinds of emails, especially if you're trying to coordinate some sort of event or meeting or someone needs to get something done. I get that. But as much as possible, focus on high quality emails. And it's going to put you in the right mood of making sure that you are not contributing to the problem and you're not making it worse for yourself. Now, the fourth rule that I will say to getting to inbox zero is making sure that you have a dedicated time slot. Ideally, this would be every single day, 
you have this slot and it's not something that just gets pushed aside. You block it just like you would a meeting with another person. Someone says, hey, I would like to meet at this time. You say, sorry, I'm already booked at this time. You don't have to explain. You just say, I'm double booked. I, I can't do it. Okay. Now, if you can move the meeting around, sure, go ahead and do that. That's not a problem, but don't move it out of your day. Don't delete it, right? Like it's got to be there reserved. And that's the only way. And, and it helps articulate and cement the idea that at the end of that session, your goal should be to get back to zero. And it's very easy once you get to zero to, to let yourself, it's only a few emails. It's only seven. It's only 20. And very quickly, you'll get back to where you were before. You know, in summation, I'll just repeat, these are the four things that we covered. One, you got to triage that email. You, you can't touch it again. Two, automated rules. They're your friend. And keep it simple. Use the from email address, the sender's email address. Use that as a way to filter out emails that you either don't need or maybe can file and, and reference later. The third is making sure that all your emails are of the highest quality. That includes who you're sending it to. And then the fourth is time blocking every single day, a, a spot to be able to process these emails with the goal of getting to inbox zero. Now, when you first start this, you're obviously not going to get to inbox zero in one 30 minute session, let's say, but you do it consistently and you will get there. Now, I have a lot more information about this. I actually wrote an ebook on it and it did not publish it to Amazon yet. But if you would like to get a free copy, go to takingyourtime.co slash about. Again, that's takingyourtime.co slash about. And if you leave a review for the podcast, I will give you a free copy of my Inbox Zero ebook. Hey folks, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like the show and like others to hear about it, it really helps us out if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way other listeners find the show. Thank you for listening. And remember, life is how you choose to spend your time. Please use it wisely.